Let us pray. <clears throat> Almighty God, graciously behold this your family, for whom our Lord Jesus Christ was willing to be betrayed and delivered into the hands of sinful men, to suffer death upon the cross, through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The Old Testament reading for Good Friday is from Isaiah chapters 52 and 53. Behold, my servant shall act wisely. He shall be high and lifted up, and shall be exalted. As many were astonished at you, his appearance was so marred beyond human semblance, and his form beyond that of the children of mankind. So shall he sprinkle many nations. Kings shall shut their mouths because of him. For that which has not been told them they see, and that which they have not heard they understand. Who has believed what they heard from us? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he grew up before him like a young plant, and like a root out of dry ground. He had no form or majesty that we should look at him, and no beauty that we should desire him. He was despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And as one from whom men hide their faces, he was despised, and we esteemed him not. Surely he has borne our griefs and carried our sorrows, yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God, and afflicted. But he was wounded for our transgressions, he was crushed for our iniquities. Upon him was the chastisement that brought us peace, and with his stripes we are healed. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned away every one on his own way. The Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. He was oppressed, and he was afflicted. Yet he opened not his mouth, like a lamb that is led to the slaughter, and like a sheep that before its shivers is silent. So he opened not his mouth. By oppression and judgment he was taken away. And as for his generation, who considered that he was cut off out of the land of the living, stricken for the transgressions of my people, and they made his grave with the wicked, and with the rich man in his death, although he had done no violence, and there was no deceit in his mouth, yet it was the will of the Lord to crush him. He has put him to grief. When a soul makes an offering for sin, he shall see his offspring, he shall prolong his days. The will of the Lord shall prosper in his hand. Out of the anguish of his soul he shall see and be satisfied. By his knowledge shall the righteous one, my servant, make many to be acquainted righteous, accounted righteous, and he shall bear their iniquities. Therefore I will divide him a portion with the many, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong, because he poured out his soul to death, and was numbered with the transgressors, yet he bore the sin of many, and makes intercession for the transgressors. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God.
Let us pray. Merciful and everlasting God, you did not spare your only Son, but delivered him up for us all to bear our sins on the cross. Grant that our hearts may be so fixed with steadfast faith in him that we fear not the power of sin, death, and the devil. Through the same Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. The epistle is from Hebrews chapters 4 and 5. Since then, we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God. Let us hold fast our confession, for we do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are, yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace, that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. In the days of his flesh, Jesus offered up prayers and supplications with loud cries and tears to him who was able to save him from death, and he was heard because of his reverence. Although he was a son, he learned obedience through what he suffered. And being made perfect, he became the source of eternal salvation to all who obey him. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Almighty and everlasting God, you willed that your Son should bear for us the pains of the cross, and so remove from us the power of the adversary. Help us so to remember, and give thanks for our Lord's passion, that we may receive forgiveness of sin, and redemption from everlasting death, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> Jesus, I will ponder now on your holy passion. With your spirit me endow for such meditation. Grant that I in love and faith may the image cherish of your suffering pain and death that i may not perish <coughs> make me see your great distress anguish and affliction Bonds and stripes and wretchedness and your crucifixion make me see how scourging rod spiritness did wound you how for them you died, O oh God who with thorns that crown you. The Passion of our Lord Jesus Christ according to St. John. When Jesus had spoken these words, 
He went out with his disciples across the Kidron Valley, where there was a garden, which he and his disciples entered. Now Judas, who betrayed him, also knew the place, for Jesus often met there with his disciples. So Judas, having procured a band of soldiers and some officers from the chief priests of the Pharisees, went there with lanterns and torches and weapons. Then Jesus, knowing all that would happen to him, came forward and said to him, Whom do you seek? They answered him, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus said to them, I am he. Judas, who betrayed him, was standing with them. When Jesus said to them, I am he, they drew back and fell to the ground. So he asked them again, Whom do you seek? And they said, Jesus of Nazareth. Jesus answered, I told you that I am he. So if you seek me, let these men go. This was to fulfill the word that he had spoken. Of those whom you gave me, I have lost not one. Then Simon Peter, having a sword, drew it and struck the high priest's servant and cut off his right ear. The servant's name was Malchus. So Jesus said to Peter, Put your sword into its sheath. Shall I not drink the cup that the Father has given me? <clears throat> o sacred hand, now wounded. <clears throat> Excuse me. O sacred hand. <clears throat> Apologize, my throat is sore. O sacred hand, now wounded with grief and shame, went down. Now scornfully surrounded With thorns thine only crown O sacred head, white glory What bliss till now was thine Yet though despised and gory I joy to call thee mine. <clears throat> so the band of soldiers and their captain and the officers of the Jews arrested Jesus and bound him. First they led him to Annas, for he was the father-in-law of Caiaphas, who was high priest that year. It was Caiaphas who had advised the Jews that it would be expedient that one man should die for the people. Simon Peter followed Jesus, and so did another disciple. Since that disciple was known to the high priest, he entered with Jesus into the court of the high priest. But Peter stood outside at the door. So the other disciple, who was known to the high priest, went out and came, spoke to the servant girl, who kept watch at the door, and brought Peter in. The servant girl at the door said to Peter, you also are not one of this man's disciples, are you? He said, I am not. Now the servants and officers had made a charcoal fire because it was cold, and they were standing and warming themselves. Peter also was with them and standing and warming himself. The high priest then questioned Jesus about his disciples and his teaching. 
Jesus answered him, I have spoken openly to the world. I have always taught at synagogues and in the temple where all Jews come together. I have said nothing in secret. Why do you ask me? Ask those who have heard me what I said to them. They know what I said. When he had said these things, one of the officers standing by struck Jesus with his hand, saying, Is that how you answer the high priest? Jesus answered him, If what I said is wrong, bear witness about the wrong. But if what I have said is right, why do you strike me? Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Now Simon Peter was standing and warming himself. So they said to him, You also are not one of the disciples, are you? He denied it and said, I am not. One of the servants of the high priest, a relative of the man whose ear Peter had cut off, asked, Did I not see you in the garden with him? Peter again denied it. And at once a rooster crowed. How pale thou art with anguish, with sore abuse and scorn. How doth thy face now languish, that once was bright as morn. Grim death with cruel rigor hath robbed thee of thy life. Lost thou hast lost thy vigor, thy strength in this sad strife. Then they led Jesus from the house of Caiaphas, to the governor's headquarters. It was early morning. They themselves did not enter the governor's headquarters, so that they would not be defiled, but could eat the Passover. So Pilate went outside to them and said, What accusation do you bring against this man? They answered him, If this man were not doing evil, we would not have delivered him over to you. Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and judge him by your own law. The Jews said to him, It is not lawful for us to put anyone to death. This was to fulfill the word that Jesus had spoken, to show by what kind of death he was going to die. So Pilate entered his headquarters again and called Jesus and said to him, Are you the king of the Jews? Jesus answered, Do you say this of your own accord? Or did others say it to you about me? Pilate answered, Am I a Jew? Your own nation and the chief priests have delivered you over to me. What have you done? Jesus answered, My kingdom is not of this world. My kingdom were of this world. My servants would have been fighting that I might not be delivered over to the Jews. But my kingdom is not from the world. Then Pilate said to him, So, you are a king. Jesus answered, You say that I am a king. For this purpose I was born, and for this purpose I have come into the world, to bear witness to the truth. Everyone who is of the truth listens to my voice. Pilate said to him, 
What is truth? After he had said this, he went back outside to the Jews and told them, I find no guilt in him. But you have a custom that I should release one man for you at the Passover. So do you want me to release to you the king of the Jews? They cried out again, No, not this man, but Barabbas. Now Barabbas was a robber. What thou, my Lord, hast suffered was all for sinners' gain. Mine, mine was the transgression, but thine the deadly pain. Lo, here I fall, my Savior, decide deserve thy place. Look on me with thy favor, and grant to me thy grace. Then Pilate took Jesus and flogged him, and the soldiers twisted together a crown of thorns, and put it on his head, and arrayed him in a purple robe. They came up to him, saying, Hail, King of the Jews, and struck him with their hands. Pilate went out again and said to them, See, I am bringing him out to you, that you may know that I find no guilt in him. So Jesus came out, wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Pilate said to them, Behold the man. When the chief priests and the officers saw him, they cried out, Crucify him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Take him yourselves and crucify him, for I find no guilt in him. The Jews answered him, We have a law, and according to that law he ought to die, because he made himself the Son of God. When Pilate heard this statement, he was even more afraid. He entered his headquarters again and said to Jesus, Where are you from? But Jesus gave him no answer. So Pilate said to him, You will not speak to me? Do you not know that I have authority to release you and authority to crucify you? Jesus answered him, You would have no authority over me at all, unless it had been given you from above. Therefore he who delivered me over to you has the greater sin. But then on Pilate sought to release him, but the Jews cried out, If you release this man, you are not Caesar's friend. Everyone who makes himself a king opposes Caesar. So when Pilate heard these words, he brought Jesus out and sat down on the judgment seat at a place called the Stone Pavement and an Aramaic Gabbatha. Now it was the day of preparation of the Passover. It was about the sixth hour. He said to the Jews, Behold your king. They cried out, Away with him! Away with him! Crucify him! Pilate said to them, Shall I crucify your king? The chief priest answered, We have no king but Caesar. So he delivered him over to be crucified. 
My shepherd now receive me, my guardian on me thine. Great blessings thou didst give me, O source of gifts divine. Thy lips have often fed me with words of truth and love. Thy spirit oft hath led me to heavenly joys above. They took, so they took Jesus, and he went out, bearing his own cross to the place called the Place of a Skull, which in Aramaic is called Golgotha. There they crucified him with him two others, one on either side, and Jesus between them. Pilate also wrote an inscription and put it on the cross. It read, Jesus of Nazareth, the King of the Jews. Many of the Jews read this inscription. For the place where Jesus was crucified was near the city, and it was written in Aramaic, in Latin, and in Greek. So the chief priests of the Jews said to Pilate, Do not write the king of the Jews, but rather this man said, I am the king of the Jews. Pilate answered, What I have written, I have written. When the soldiers had crucified Jesus, they took his garments and divided them into four parts, one part for each soldier, also his tunic. But the tunic was seamless, woven in one piece from top to bottom. So they said to one another, Let us not tear it, but cast lots for it to see whose it shall be. This was to fulfill the scriptures which says, They divided my garments among them, and for my clothing they cast lots. So the soldier did these things. What language shall I borrow To thank thee, dearest friend, For this thy dying sorrow, Thy pity without end, Oh, make me thine forever, and should I fainting be, Lord, let me never, never, I'll live my love for thee. But standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and his disciple whom he loved standing nearby, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. Then he said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour the disciple took her to his own home. After this, Jesus, knowing that all was now finished, said, To fulfill the scripture, I thirst. A jar full of sour wine stood there. So they put a sponge full of the sour wine on a hyssop branch and held it to his mouth.
When Jesus had received the sour wine, he said, It is finished. And he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. My Savior, be thou near me. When death is at my door, then let thy presence cheer me. Forsake me nevermore When soul and body languish Oh, leave me not alone Partake away my anguish My virtue of thine own be thou my consolation, my shield when I must die. Remind me of thy passion when my last hour draws nigh. Mine eyes shall then be Upon thy cross shall dwell My heart by faith in for thee Who dieth thus dies well Since it was the day of preparation So that the bodies would not remain on the cross on the Sabbath for that Sabbath was a high day. The Jews asked Pilate that their legs might be broken and they might be taken away. So the soldiers came and broke the legs of the first and of the other who had been crucified with them. But when they came to Jesus and saw that he was already dead, they did not break his legs. But one of the soldiers pierced his side with a spear. And at once there came out blood and water. He who saw it has borne witness. His testimony is true, and he knows that he is telling the truth, that you also may believe. For these things took place, that the scriptures might be full, filled. Not one of his bones will be broken. And again another scripture says, They will look on him whom they have pierced. After these things, Joseph of Arimathea, who was a disciple of Jesus, but secretly for fear of the Jews, asked Pilate that he might take away the body of Jesus, and Pilate gave him permission. So he came and took away his body. Nicodemus, also who earlier had come to Jesus by night, came bringing a mixture of myrrh and aloes, but about seventy-five pounds in weight. So they took the body of Jesus and bound it in linen cloths with the spices, as is the burial custom of the Jews. Now in the place where he was crucified there was a garden, and in the garden a new tomb, in which no one had yet been laid. So because of the Jewish day of preparation, since the tomb was close at hand, they laid Jesus there.
Stricken, smitten, and afflicted, see him dying on the tree. Tis the Christ by man rejected, yes, my soul, tis he, tis he. Tis the long-expected prophet, David's son, yet David's Lord. Bruce, I see sufficient of it, tis the true and faithful word. Tell me ye who hear him groaning, was there ever grief like his? Friends through fear his cause disowning, foes insulting his distress. Many hands were raised to wound him, none would intervene to save. But the deepest stroke that pierced him was the stroke that justice gave. Ye who think of sin malignly, nor suppose the evil great, ye may view its nature rightly, here its guilt may estimate. Mark the sacrifice appointed. See who bears the awful load. This the word the Lord's anointed. Son of man and son of God. Here we have a firm foundation, here the refuge of the lost. Christ the rock of our salvation is the name of which we boast. Lamb of God for sinners wounded, Sacrifice to cancel guilt. None shall ever be confounded who on him their hope have built. Let us pray for the whole Christian church that our Lord God would defend her against all the assaults and temptations of the adversary and keep her perpetually on the true foundation, Jesus Christ. Almighty and everlasting God, since you have revealed your glory to all nations in Jesus Christ and in the word of his truth, keep, we ask you, in safety the works of your mercy, so that your church spread throughout all the nations may be defended against the adversary and may serve you in true faith and persevere in the confession of your name. 
Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for all the ministers of the word, for all vocations of the church, and for all the people of God. Almighty and everlasting God, by whose spirit the whole body of the church is governed and sanctified, receive the supplications and prayers which we offer before you for all your saints in your holy church, that every member of the same may truly serve you according to your calling, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for our catechumens, that our Lord would open their hearts in the door of his mercy, that having received the remission of all their sins by the washing of regeneration, they be mind, may be mindful of their baptism and evermore be found in Christ Jesus our Lord. Almighty God and Father, because you always grant growth to your church, Increase the faith and understanding of our catechumens, that rejoicing in their new birth by the water of holy baptism, they may forever continue in the family of those whom you adopt as your sons and daughters. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for all in authority that we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all goodness and honesty. O merciful Father in heaven, because you hold in your hand all the might of man, and because you have ordained for the punishment of evildoers and for the praise of those who do dwell, all the powers that exist in all the nations of the world, we humbly pray your grace, you graciously to regard your servants, especially Donald, our President, the Congress of the United States, Terry, our Governor, and all those who make, administer, and judge our laws, that all who receive the sword as your ministers may bear it according to your word, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray, our Lord God Almighty, that he would deliver the world from all error, take away disease, ward off famine, set free those in bondage, and grant health to the sick and a safe journey to all who travel. Almighty and everlasting God, the consolation of the sorrowful and the strength of the weak. May the prayers of those who in any tribulation or distress cry to you graciously come before you so that in all their necessities they may rejoice in your manifold help and comfort through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <coughs> Let us pray for all who are outside the church. <coughs> that our Lord God would be pleased to deliver them from their error, call them to faith in the true and living God and his only Son, Jesus Christ our Lord, and gather them into his family, the church. 
almighty and everlasting God, because you seek not the death but the life of all, hear our prayers for all who have no right knowledge of you, free them from their error, and for the glory of your name, bring them into the fellowship of your holy church, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for peace, that we may come to the knowledge of God's holy word, and walk before him as is fitting for Christians. Almighty and everlasting God, King of glory and Lord of heaven and earth, by whose spirit all things are governed, by whose providence all things are ordered, the God of peace and the author of all concord, grant us, we implore you, your heavenly peace and concord, that we may serve you in true fear to the praise and glory of your name, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for our enemies, that God would remember them in mercy, and graciously grant them such things as are needful for them, and profitable for their salvation. O Almighty, everlasting God, through your only Son, our blessed Lord, you have commanded us to love our enemies, to do good to those who hate us, and to pray for those who persecute us. We therefore earnestly implore you, that by your gracious visitation all our enemies may be led to true repentance and may have the same love and be of one accord and one mind and heart with us and with your whole Christian church through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Let us pray for the fruits of the earth that God would send down his blessing upon them and graciously dispose our hearts to enjoy them according to his own good will. O Lord, Father Almighty, by your word you created and you continue to bless and uphold all things. You pr we pray you so to reveal us to us your word, our Lord Jesus Christ, that through his dwelling in our hearts, we may, by your grace, be made ready to receive your blessing on all the fruits of the earth and whatsoever pertains to our bodily need. Through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Finally, let us pray for all things for which our Lord would have us ask, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not to temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. At this time, I am going to chant the reproaches. I apologize in advance for how good it sounds or poorly it sounds. I am kind of using this devotional time as an excuse to practice these for when I do finally try to use them. Thus says the Lord, What have I done to you, O my people? 
And wherein have I offended you? Answer me. For I have raised you up out of the prison house of sin and death, and you have delivered up your Redeemer to be scorched. For I have redeemed you from the house of bondage, and you have nailed your Savior to the cross, O my people. Lamb of God, pure and holy, who on the cross did suffer, ever patient and lowly, thyself to scorn did suffer, all sins thou borest for us, else and despair reigned o'er us. Have mercy on us, O Jesus, O Jesus. Thus says the Lord, what have I done to you, O my people? And wherein have I offended you? Answer me. For I have conquered all your foes, and you have given me over and delivered me to those who persecute me. For I have fed you with my word, and refreshed you with living water. And you have given me gall and vin vinegar to drink, O my people. Lamb of God, pure and holy, who on the cross did suffer, ever patient and lowly, thyself to scorn didst offer, all sins thou borest for us, else and despair reigned o'er us. Have mercy on us, O Jesus, O Jesus. <clears throat> Thus says the Lord, What have I done to you, O my people? And wherein have I offended you? Answer me. What more have, could have been done for my vineyard that I have done for it? When I looked for good grapes, why did it yield only bad? My people, is this how you thank your God? Oh, my people.
Lamb of God, pure and holy, who on the cross did suffer, ever patient and lowly, thyself to score didst offer, all sins thou borest for us, else had despair reigned o'er us. Thy peace be with us, O Jesus, O Jesus. We adore you, O Lord, and we praise and glorify your holy resurrection. For behold, by the word of your cross, joy has come into all the world. God be merciful to us and bless us, and cause his face to shine upon us and have mercy upon us. We adore you, O Lord, and we praise and glorify your holy resurrection. For behold, by the wood of your cross, joy is coming to all the world. Sing, my tongue, the glorious battle. Sing the ending of the fray. Now above the cross, the trophy. Sound the loud triumphant lay. Tell how Christ, the world's redeemer, as a victim won the Tell how when at length the fullness on the point in time was come, he the word was born of woman, left for us his father's home. Blaze the path of true obedience, shown as light amidst the gloom. Thus with thirty years accomplished, he went forth from Nazareth, destined, dedicated, willing, did his work and met his death. Like a lamb he humbly yielded on the cross his dying breath. Faithful cross, true sign of triumph, before all the noblest tree. None in foliage, none in blossom, none in fruit thine equal be. Symbol of the world's redemption, for the weight that hung on me.